Hello everyone, just a little disclaimer before we start. The audio was kind of wonky in this first episode. As you can hear, it's fixed now, but you can hear a lot of my chair squeaking and my obvious vape hitting. It's broken, which is why it sounds so weird when I hit it. But uh, that'll be fixed, not by next episode, but by uh, the third episode. We'll be on track with that. I found my mic. I'm no longer using my webcam mic. We moved so I couldn't find a bunch of things. I tried to fix a bunch of stuff in post. Doesn't always work as well as you'd want it to. Also the real disclaimer, we're not an expert on anything we're talking about or an expert on anything we will talk about unless we talk about teeth or helping take care of old people because most of us have done that before. But I hope you enjoy what we talk about in the episode and we look forward to you listening again. Hope you enjoy. Love you. Are we ready? Oh yeah. Good evening, you sly dogs, and welcome to the very first episode of the Kange Stray Dogs podcast. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Chance Pegru and Zach Cargyle, and today we're going to be talking about tech. What exists, what could exist, and how it could affect us on a personal level as well as the world as we know it. Was that too, did that sound like I was reading it out too much? Nah, you're good. (laughs) (laughs) That sound like I was reading a script? No, it'll, it'll come more naturally the more times you do it. It did not at all. Oh, thank you. I definitely wasn't reading a script. That was all off the top of the I didn't write that out. So who wants to start? Who wants to start? Uh, I am finishing oh, up. Someone else, because this I link. didn't actually do my research. Oh, no. I, uh, I mean, I could go if you wanted. Go ahead. I have I have several things I would like to talk about. This is the first episode, there, so there may be some uh, technical difficulties, like we've already seen. Uh, we didn't have a whole lot of time to fully plan it out, so there may be a little like, who wants to go, who wants to talk, who wants to do this, uh, but it'll get better as time goes on, hopefully. Uh, so the whole thought of, as we were talking about before, uh, an uploaded afterlife, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole thought is, you know, through some Elon Musk Neuralink type device, you know, implanted in your head or whatever, or somehow they collect your memories or in some variations of the idea, it's like they download your soul or whatnot, like in, uh, I forget the name of it. Uh, but few things on that like i don't know that we know enough about the soul that we're going to actually download someone's soul i think that most likely even if we did accomplish collecting all of someone's memories right and downloading that into a virtual afterlife it's just a, a basically an ai that is utilizing all of your information yeah. to replicate your personality i don't know that it would actually be you right yeah i don't i <sighs> I think the, the, the thought process of an uploaded afterlife is strange because it's almost selfish in a sense because yeah. it's just like you want the way you think and the way, you know, your personality is to, to live on in yeah. some kind of machine. It's your ego. Yeah. Basically what it would be is your ego living on. Yeah. Because we don't know, like, we don't know what happens when we die. So even if something like this happens, it's not you. There's nothing that we can do that's going to change what happens when we die. The only way I could see it being considered you Mm -hmm. is if it's actually, like, physically preserving the brain somehow, but it's not. It's just a copy. Yeah. yeah, It's a digital AI replica, basically. So that whole, whole, like, the concept, I get it. I understand why people would want it, but they're not getting it. But they wouldn't. They wouldn't know the difference. It's a little, like I said, egotistical. To yeah, work it's just self in that fashion. Yeah, because then you know, as long as the technology exists, you you or your personality ego exists on as well. Mm-hmm. And then this is this is kind of a weird thought process. But I when I was reading an article, this was brought up in it, and they talked about how how would that be if eventually humanity just ceased to exist but all of these copies of human beings Mm -hmm. were still living on in a server somewhere yeah and we have some like weird alien life come to our planet and they're like 
it looks like somebody lived here, but nobody's around. And then eventually they find this tech with us living inside of it. Yeah, that wasn't that the the concept behind uh, Subnautica Below Zero? Possibly. Uh, the the life that had been there was no that they had all died due to this contagion or something, so they had digitalized their selves. Yeah, essentially, that was that was both Subnauticas, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't remember yeah. the original Subnautica. Even even so, it's. They both kind of cover the same thing, I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. That also makes me think, what if there's already an alien race out there that has done that? Uh, the, for sure. A hundred percent. Yeah, I don't I don't see that not being a thing. It's more likely than to be than not to be. Just due to the it's sheer size like, and age and... Yeah, it's it's kind of like that idea that to think there's not something else out there is a little bit more difficult to believe than that there is, you know? Yeah. It's just so massive and has been around for so long that it's kind of a guarantee. Do you remember that conversation we had with uh, Nathan, who's my little brother, um, in the car <laughs> after we went out to dinner? Which part? <laughs> uh, the part about alien life. And where I was like, oh, hey, yeah. Nathan, do you believe in aliens? And he was like, no, why would I? That's not in the Bible. And I was like, yeah. Nathan, even our mom believes in aliens. So I asked her about it once, and I was like, do you believe in aliens? And she was like, well, yeah. It doesn't specifically mention it in the Bible, but I don't expect a creator to mention something that isn't about us in the Bible that is meant for us. Yeah. Um, so they, they would definitely have separate stories for separate things. They wouldn't just be like, "Oh, by the way, there's also this, 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 and this." Yeah, <laughs> that would be like a like a uh, cargo. You haven't watched One Piece, but Chance has. You know how Gold Roger at the beginning of the series is <laughs> like, um, "Hey, I left behind all this gold and all this treasure, including the One Piece. If you find it, you'll become the Pirate King." If there yeah. was a higher power. And they actually did, you know, prophesize through people. And in the book, they were like, hey, there's other things out there. I feel like that would start, that would be like a space race from the beginning of time. People would be like, all right, we have, that may even have pushed us to progress further technologically in the space aspect than we already have. Since we're on the topic of religion. I'm lost. <laughs> Don't know anything about One Piece. Uh, oh, rough. We're on the topic of is good. Uh, religion. We kind of mm -hmm. talked about wanting to talk about how religion could possibly handle this progression in tech. Especially mm -hmm. interested in discussing how they would handle the the prospect of an uploaded afterlife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like for a lot of religions, I feel like that would be sacrilegious, right? Yeah. Either sacrilegious. Or some sects of it may just branch off and be like, all right, this is the afterlife that is talked about in our book. Yeah. I mean, you and you, you know, you could probably make a fair argument that the rise of technology could be some theoretical second coming of, you know, the rapture or whatever. When everyone starts uploading, that you could make similarities between that and the rapture, right? Yeah. It would be, I mean, uh, I'm probably going to talk about cyberpunk a lot tonight. <laughs> Just because right. I've been playing a lot of cyberpunk and a lot of what I've thought about kind of interconnects. Especially when I get to talking about like in-depth Neuralink stuff. Because that's one of the things I plan to talk about. Um, yeah. Just a lot of that. Like the whole end game of Cyberpunk 2077, right? Mm -hmm. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't played it and wants to. Um <laughs> It's all about people trying to preserve their longevity, preserve their life through gotcha. uploading personalities and constructs of themselves to chips and technology things to preserve their life. Hmm. And Endgame, because that's the whole thing, uh, Keanu Reeves in that game, um, is actually the first prototype of that kind of chip that you stick in your head 
after mm-hmm. being shot in the head, and it starts to take over that empty spot in your brain. Mm-hmm. So Keanu Reeves isn't a physical character in the game. He is a construct stuck inside your head. It's weird to think about. Hmm. I didn't realize that was what was going on. I've watched you play it yeah. a little bit, and I didn't realize that was what was happening. Yeah, Keanu Reeves or Johnny Silverhand isn't like a, a living character. In fact, that character died in, I think, in-game world 2020. Like, long time ago. But they took a copy of his brain, preserved it in this chip, and you steal it later on, and you, you stick it inside your head, and then you get shot in the brain. And there's a hole in your brain, so the chip starts to take over in filling those missing spots in your head. Interesting. That's so, cool. Yeah, like, it's a very interesting concept. Because when we start talking about Neuralink, that could be something that's possible in the future. Like, we could be looking at a legitimate cyberpunk world for us in the future. Oh, yeah. Well, it, it, if not that, very minimum Sword Art Online-esque. Like, yeah. the metaverse, right? Like, we're, it seems like they're pushing real hard for the metaverse. They are. Like, forget your physical body. That's not going to matter. It's your virtual and consciousness. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know that we will... I mean, some some people probably will mm-hmm. go down the route of, you know, cyborgism. Yeah. But I feel like it's... For most people, I feel like they're going to go Neuralink, Metaverse... Well, and, and that's the crazy thing about Neuralink is one of the ideas behind it is health benefits. Yeah. Because what Elon Musk has talked about is the prospects of being able to fix eyesight in people through this. Eyesight, uh, paraplegics yeah. could walk again. Yeah. Well, and then I think in the future, because the, the limits to how prosthetic works now, Mm-hmm. Is that all of our movements are done through through signals in the brain and our nerves? Yeah. If we have this Neuralink thing, people who and it need can yeah puppet them. People who need prosthetics can use yeah. that Neuralink to actually get a fully functional Star Wars ass arm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. I I could use the eyesight thing. <laughs> I mean, they got... Speaking it's, of, I it's need all... to the glasses. I can see how dirty they are in the reflection of the screen. Oh my gosh. It's saying here that it, that it could uh, increase your somatosensory cortex. It could have effects on that that helps process sense of touch. Yeah. So your touch could be more sensitive. Oh my god. Sorry, that brings up a whole, like, uh, uh, intercourse question in my brain (laughs) (laughs) yeah a little bit i thought about it for sure um another thing it's saying here i'm on the neuralink.com uh it could have effects on your motor cortex which is responsible for planning and executing motor movements so you could literally if you had this thing it could stimulate your motor cortex and you could basically have improved movement dexterity, speed, reaction time, all of that. So basically, Neuralink is trying to create superhumans. Yeah, exactly. They are, basically. That's kind of what it sounds like. Well, especially, Not to mention, it opens up the possibility for telecommunication. Well, telecommunication, and I think one of the things they've talked about is uploading information into your brain to the point yeah. where you could read you know thousands something? of books in one yeah. second. Yeah, you want to know something? Done. Got it. I'm an expert. PhD, right there. Like when they put the martial arts CD and yeah, into Neo. Yeah, exactly. They just download that shit. CD in my brain. That that also brings up the question with the invention of Neuralink, and if it becomes Mm -hmm. a common thing. Mm -hmm. Which, going back to religion, I believe religion will fight that so hard. Oh yeah. That will become the new devil's mark. Um, oh, yeah. Will schooling become obsolete? Potentially. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, it would be mo so it would go back to basically everyone would be homeschooled, right? Yeah, like you, essentially. Like, like anything that you need to know, general studies wise, you would be able to download, right? Any information you need, you can download. But as far as like being a human being and and what we're doing here, you would need at home education, basically. Yeah, the nurture aspect. Yeah, we and to be honest, we don't need structured, guided education. We need personal, individual, guided, and uh, not guided. Uh, what's the right word? Like taught or when you try to. Uh, Motivate someone down this particular path. Not, not, not. Mm. Guidance would work for that. Guidance? Yeah. Guide, yeah, but not, just not control. Guidance. Yeah. Yeah. Guide their curiosities and interests. Like, like prod them down, you know, point them yeah. down the specific path. Yeah. yeah. Give them, give them a, a clear idea of what they could accomplish and, you know. That brings up a good point, though is if it got to that point would it be able would it be able to read someone's aptitude mm. to choose the yeah, path probably. that they're more apt to be able to follow properly or not properly but but the problem is you know easiest, i guess depending on you know i don't know if we're going to be putting these into babies upon birth right like yeah. there's probably, probably going to be an so. age limit so that you can develop your own personality and have your own, because that it could be dangerous having a kid with. I would think it would be something that would be reserved, like at least until they're like eighteen or something. Well, when yeah, when you your think. when your brain fully stops stops yeah. developing, yeah. that too. When, when you are you, like, and I mean personality like, oh, will change, God. but the brain doesn't develop as much. Yeah. Well, and then if if it, if we get rid of the whole like like schooling aspect, that mm -hmm. brings up a whole psychology process behind it because a lot mm -hmm. of how we gauge our sense of self is done mm -hmm. through our peers and not our parents. Yes. So my thought on that is if we are not set to this structured education system, right, and instead there are. More like, you know how like at a university there's clubs for everything, right? Mm -hmm. Any kind of club, anything you're interested in, there's a club for that. There, it would basically just be worldwide clubs for these particular things, you know, by city or whatever. All the people in your general area that are interested in this get together and they work on that. This also brings up the thought that by the time, if, if there becomes a time when something like Neuralink is fully implemented, mm -hmm. I assume we'll have AI and robots that mm -hmm. can do most of the jobs. Most of the work, yep. Probably, yeah. I, I, would think, I would think like Android assistance would be way faster than a fully functional Neuralink. Yeah. So it's and not even not even like not even like Detroit become human type androids, but like I am robot type androids. Yeah. Well, that, that Where also... they're still a robot, very clearly, and they don't quite have full thought processes, but like. And at that point, like, what's the point of learning? What's the point of anything at that point? Yeah, because then you know. A humans, unless you believe in an afterlife, mm -hmm. your purpose on Earth, which is to just you know, get a job, have a family, live yeah. basically, work to live, it mm -hmm. is kind of gone. Yeah, no, you you, you would uh, most people would focus on finding the, the ideal society, right? Is where everyone can pursue what they believe to be their truth of life right their ideal life whatever if you had if you didn't have to work to pay for rent and to pay for a car and pay for, like 
we have the resources to do that on our we we like to think that we don't but we've made that up over his people have just it's for sure we've brainwashed ourselves into believing it we could live 100 percent cleanly with everyone on this earth even with the almost 8 billion population that we have mm -hmm. There is enough on this planet for everyone to live happily, right? We don't have to worry about that. All stress is gone. Violence, down. Crime, down. All of it, down. Mental illness, down. I mean, you would you would still have the little speckles here and oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, not like not that. gone, down, but for sure. It, it would be driven down so drastically. Well, because then when you don't have to worry about where, what, how you're going to eat next, where you're going to sleep, all of that, yeah, you can focus on what makes you happy, what makes, what, what you can do for yourself and others that benefits everyone. Well, and talking about mental health too, in relation to Neuralink, one would assume that regulating the chemicals in your brain is something that Neuralink could do. Yeah. Probably. For people who have imbalances, that we're trying to treat with drugs and whatnot, which is not, I mean, it works, but there's all the side effects that oh, they so cause. It works, but it also. But with something like Neuralink, it could literally just shut off the the producers of those, like if you, it's overactive, just shut it off. It is a crazy tech thing to think about, dude. Yeah. Especially, okay, you think about the creator, Elon Musk, and I think I mentioned this to Cargill at one point. He has the potential to become either the world's first Iron Man or the world's first supervillain. A hundred percent. If like, anyone's going to do it, it's Elon Musk. Like He's, he's just he's crazy enough to try. Or he's Obadiah Stane. Like, <laughs> it's one or the other. Well, and, and I've, I've been actually... Weirdly, this is the weirdest thing I've seen recently on Twitter. There are people calling for Elon Musk and, um, fuck, CEO of Amazon. Bezos. 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 Uh, yeah, they, Bezos. They are calling for those two to be added to the UN. Which... Just as as entities? Yes, as entities in the UN. I mean, they have basically... I mean, shit, they probably got more money than a lot of people. Well, it, well, it makes kind of sense, because if you think about... <laughs> as far as, like, like entities in the UN goes, yeah, they're probably that. up there. Well, and then you, you get to the, the Ukraine issue that's going on now, and the Ukrainian mm -hmm. president asking Elon Musk to provide them with internet, and Elon yeah. Musk's just being like, okay... Like right. the things they can do. The do. amount of support for Ukraine's awesome, by the way. Yeah, uh, like, and I I won't get into the whole like people calling to like cancel companies for not yeah, stopping that's... their selling there. Yeah. I think I made a tweet about that where I was you like, did. people you think did. people think uh, Putin be like, well, my citizens can't eat Happy Meals anymore. Better stop the war. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. Like but, cabbage and potatoes. But if these people, which I think Elon Musk is a little more like thoughtful about that than Bezos I would, is, I would definitely trust Musk over Bezos. But oh, yeah, hundred percent. I don't trust Musk either. <laughs> but Musk is at least a little cautious, right? Like he, he knows he how bad much, technology could go. He is much less money focused. I'll say. Yeah. That is like, also true. He cares more about the advancement than he does the income. Mm -hmm. uh, what what is he like changed his title in the company mm -hmm. from CEO to something like Techno King or some shit like that? <laughs> just to okay, make why not? just to make a point that company titles are stupid and useless. Yeah. And that somebody who's CEO should not be more important than anybody else in the company. Exactly, yeah. Hundred percent. So he, he he seems like a good person. But he could potentially be the worst person for this planet. If he wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah, it could go real bad real fast. Well, that's like... I've talked to my dad several times about this, but like, with the Teslas and stuff, the lithium batteries that they use, lithium mines and stuff are darn near just as bad as coal mines. Yeah. If not worse. I mean... So, well, and even I mean, then, we're not. Most people aren't using clean energy sources to charge them. 
So that you're still... and once once a battery goes bad, or if someone gets in a wreck in one or something, there's no viable way to recycle or dispose of those batteries yet. Yeah. So like, it it's one of those cases where it's like they thought about what's what's the saying? I don't know. They thought about the thing that they could do before thinking about what they would do after. Yeah. Like, they didn't think about consequences. Um. They were too worried about whether they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Yeah. That's <laughs> Good old Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> uh, there's also another uh, cyberpunk point here. In cyberpunk, the big enemy isn't, like, the government. The big enemy is the tech company. Because the tech the tech companies control the government. Yeah. The tech companies control everything. They control like at that point they could control people's bodies if they wanted to, because they created the neural tech, they created the biotech, they created the the, the prosthetics and shit that everybody has. They created mm-hmm. the tech tech. Yeah. They they created everything that everybody is connected to, and so basically they become the power. And so that brings up the point that, you know, um, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, all these big tech companies could become a government replacement where they're just like, they rule now. If we're being honest, they already do. I was going to say, they kind of already are. The biggest companies, they own the government. They they donate money. They they fund everything. They own it. I, I, if I, the government tries to pass on that's gonna fuck up their uh, profit margin, oh no! They just we'll give you this much money, and you'll just forget about that little bill or law you were about to pass. Okay? Well, it's kind of or you'll like, tweak it, just tweak it a little bit. But right now, it's kind of like a behind, like it's behind the curtain, but it's not. Everybody knows about it, and if you don't, you're not paying attention. It's like, it's like the yeah. wizard in the Wizard of Oz. He's behind the curtain, but you know he's there. Yeah. Like, but in the future, suddenly it becomes, they're not even trying to hide anymore. It is just what it is. At that point. And and right now it's like sneaky tactics, like offshore bank accounts, you know, putting everything into stocks and everything so they can change how their taxes work and whatnot. But in the future, it'll just become how it is. And it's crazy to think of. You guys want to hear the pros and cons I came up with for uh, uh, Neuralink? <laughs> sure. Um, so the pros I put were health benefits like restoring sight, uh, better control of prosthetic limbs, uh, help people learn faster, work better, control chemical and hormonal imbalances in the brain. And the cons I put the ability to hack human beings. Which sounds crazy, but that is a huge possibility. Plausible, yeah. And basically just anything bad that happens in Cyberpunk uh, could, uh, like hacking a human brain to overheat them and cause them damage. Hacking them to make them lose their sight. So actually that that was uh, the make them feel, how did you say that? Feel damage or? Like... Damage their brain, basically. So that was a thought I had when I was looking at uh, the somo, som, somatosensory cortex, the, the sense of touch, right? Yeah. Could they feasibly just make you feel pain? Yeah. Just turn your sensory perception up so high that everything hurts? Yeah. That's a risk, right? It'd be like, it'd be like that episode of... Uh... What's that show with the robot in high school? Teen, my life as a teenage robot. That's the one. <laughs> uh, it'd be like that episode of that where she's got the like nerve ending things that go on her body, and then oh yeah, the episode where just pain. That so she, she can feel it. tickles or pain. Yeah. Yeah, and they flip the switch, and every tiny little touch is just. Cruciating pain. pain. That would. That's cruel. That would be. And cruel. and you know they do that. You know for sure that someone's got an AI 
or a, a, an AI-controlled robot, and they just make that thing experience pain 24-7. You know oh, someone's yeah. Test, doing that. Testing the limits of technology, they yeah. definitely do that kind of stuff all the time. Overdose it on joy, overdose it on pain, overdose it on sadness. It's like They just um, they can. I, another Neuralink thing I thought about was the current Neuralink on their website. One of the things that they list is that it needs to be charged. So if one uh, day there's like, like a there's like a little thing, it's like a magnet connect, like yeah. you can connect to your phone the magnet thing. It just connects to your head while you sleep. Yeah. So it's like one day you forget to charge your Neuralink, and suddenly you lose your eyesight and you can't walk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you just wake up the most depressed you've ever been in your life. See, I was thinking more like, I was thinking more like the Matrix, where it's just a port on the back of your neck there, oh. like a four-inch needle that just just. Oh. Right and, and, and we got we got to be honest though. How how crazy are the predictions that the Matrix made? Right, like the it's oh. rudimentary and crude, but the concepts are super yeah. accurate to today. And I'm curious, I'm curious how much of that is actually like them predicting it mm-hmm. or just inspiring it. Yeah, oh, for sure, that both ways, a, right? Good point. That's a good point. Cuz like like cuz all of our science fiction, right? We're always putting shit in. That's why things look weird to us like the Simpsons, right? their predictions for technologies and stuff. It was just an idea that they threw out there. Didn't even know if that was possible. And someone was like, hey, that's a good idea. I wonder if we can do that. That's like the watch phones and stuff on yeah. Star Trek back in the day. like FaceTime and... and or like and, the mobile communicators on Star Trek. Like, yeah. Basically what we have Cell phones, now. Yeah. Like, we just... Continue. Every like, I don't even remember the point I was gonna make. It's probably gonna be something about cyberpunk, just because that, that that's so that's just so accurate to what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Is that now? While I don't think Neuralink was influenced by cyberpunk, right? Because like, well, cyberpunk came out in the eighties. Like the it's based off of a D and D S. Yeah. Um. But. The things that happen in cyberpunk are so close to being a reality and oh, yeah. could very easily become the reality. Well, and a lot of yeah. them are essentially things that are already in in use. Yeah. Like some of the prosthetic stuff that they've got in cyberpunk mm-hmm. are yeah, we already have fairly that. similar to things that are already out there. Mm-hmm. Like... And it's not too long ago that that was like a revolutionary that like one guy was reported to ever have a, a, a hand he could semi control and he had to like flex muscles and hope that like it, the, the advancement is crazy. Um, and and as far as like uh, general dystopian thoughts, right? Like all, Hunger Games and all that dystopian. Uh, science fiction or whatnot isn't it just mostly based off of where we are now and what this person thinks it could evolve into pretty much i mean oh and then and then you think about the the only real path for human beings as they are isn't 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 the the desired utopia Mm -hmm. it is most likely a dystopia just because of human beings being what the way we are well uh, look at history most if not all empires crumble to pieces yeah so it would make sense that our race as a whole would eventually crumble to pieces and it's just it's just like evil will never cease to exist unless you literally control people to the point that they can't yeah, and it will always what is exist. The point of that. Yeah, and and then then, like, then you're not as, even human anymore. Yeah, as babies are born, like scan their brains to see if they've got any sort of thing going on that could lead to who knows what down the road, and then be like, oh, let's just let's let's just grab our little USB here and just 
yeah. pop it in its head. Well, it, it, it's like uh, one of my favorite books. Um, I think it's called The Giver, right? Mm. Um, if you remember that, because we read it in high school. Uh, I'm going to make sure it's called The Giver, but I'll go into what it's about. Um, it's a utopia. Every day you take a drug in the morning that suppresses certain emotions and certain memories. Mm-hmm. There is one guy in the society who has all of the collected knowledge of human history. Nobody else is allowed to read it except for the government and this guy. He has everything. And then every once in a while, when the person is about to die, they bring in a new person to study under him and learn how everything works and the history of the world. Ancient uh, cultures used to do it. It was word of mouth. But, but he, I mean, not necessarily that controlled. Well, and, and the book, the book is about. And there's a movie about it now too. Uh, but mm-hmm. the book is about this student of his realizing that human beings are so much more than what he thought they were. Yeah. There's so much more to life because in the society, like everybody's wearing white. Everything's like white and black. There's like mm-hmm. not really any creativity. Because creativity, duality-driven society. Yeah, and it's all about him um, wanting to know, because all of humanity has been pigeonholed into this one area where they can be controlled. It's him like, there's stuff out here. There's there's more to this planet. There's more to human beings. There's... It's like Attack on Titan. Yeah, there's like there's more to humanity, and him trying to bring that to people, and then eventually having to leave because the government's trying to kill him. So, like, just the thought of the way humanity is headed, it's impossible for a utopia unless they're controlled. I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. Uh, I think it's a long road ahead, and I think it, it would be particularly difficult, and, you know... Some people will choose, you know, people will choose to not be a part of whatever utopia we do build, yeah. right? It's, it's all a part of being human. You can choose, right? So if we can build the best, most productive society ever, and there will still be people that choose not to do it. Uh, where was I going with that? <laughs> It was. Uh, not anymore, I guess. Continue. <laughs> I think I think it depends on how strict you are with your definition of utopia as well. Are you like like that one screenshot that goes around in memes that's like, society if blank didn't exist or whatever? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking like oh. supreme Sistine perfection or are you thinking just kind of just generally hey okay uh, well my, uh, my 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 vision of utopia is like no crime no war everybody eats everybody has a roof over their head everybody has access to learning but also everybody has freedom of choice and everybody has you know freedom of religion creativity speech everybody is free in the broadest sense of the word but there is no crime and there is no war and you know if you were free you there would be basically none of that because we're you know most people are generally pretty decent they just want to yeah you know get home and drink a beer and watch a tv show (laughs) i think it I think I think that is feasible. It's just super difficult. So it's, it's I hard to remember see. the point I was trying to make. Okay. Uh, so I don't know how exactly spiritual you guys are, or how much uh, spirituality content reaches you. Uh, it reaches me quite a bit, and you know. As far as I can tell, like, the general populace is kind of becoming more aware of 
the problems that we have and the causes of the problems we have, right? Like we're extremely structured. We're all aware that we're we're just faking it. We're just playing a game, basically, right? We're like, well, I guess I'll continue to go to work because I gotta pay these bills because this guy says I got to. Uh, but I think more people are becoming aware to that, right? And more people are looking for other ways to live their life, which is like the rise of the hippies again, right? Yeah. Hippie culture is huge yeah. now because people don't want to continue nine to five in their ass, their lives away, right? We're working our lives away for nothing. No one's happy. Everyone's upset. People are pissed off constantly. Like, yeah. and I think with the... And, it goes along with technology. The reason that more and more people are waking up to this is because more and more people have access to broader forms of information. Like, like public education is extremely narrow-minded, right? You do all these things that I have looked up on my own time since then are so mind-boggling to me that we don't learn it growing up, right? Like, all these things about what life is, what reality is. Like, the matter is just energy, basically. And you're just energy. And it, it's somehow your consciousness interprets it as physical reality. And it, it's just crazy. And the more people that know stuff or, you know, have access to this kind of information can make choices to live their lives in better ways that help more people. And eventually, there will be more of us than people that want to continue this government control working bullshit and we'll just make our we'll just be our own entity if they want to continue doing what they're doing they will do it but there will at, at some point there's a tipping point right yeah well and and the whole like um public education being narrow-minded thing mm-hmm. honestly all goes back to the to the geopolitical aspect of where you live and where you go to school uh, yeah, pretty much. Because you're going to get different... Like, our AP history, uh, U.S. history teacher thought the moon landing was fake. Yeah. Our AP U.S. history teacher, let me repeat, thought the moon landing was fake. It all depends. You're going to get different information depending yeah. on the political aspect of your region. Yeah. If, if people are more... Um, conservative, you're going to get way different information than you would in a more liberal area. Um, so I think with the able to learn through technology aspect of, of this advancement mm-hmm. is going to give people less biased information. Yes. For so sure. you're just getting the information. You're not getting the opinion thrown in with the information. Yeah. Well, it's like... Really all, all history classes, basically through all of elementary into high school, right? It's just a recounting of the people. It's the people who won the wars and took over. They got to write what, what happened, and yeah, we yeah. learned that. Thanksgiving, we got together with the Native Americans. We'll call them Indians, though, because that's <laughs> not disrespectful. We got together with the Indians, and we just had a dinner. That's all it was. Just don't, they don't mention the smallpox blankets and, and, and mass genocide. Yeah, they don't mention any of that. It's, it's, and you're like, what are you doing? Well, and, and you hear about, like, I, I know um, the Welsh, right, in, in the mm-hmm. UK, were oppressed for such a long time by the Brits. Like, their language was, they were trying to completely eradicate their language to the point that if a child wasn't speaking English in class, they would have mm-hmm. to wear a stick around their neck with an insult on it. But I, I was watching a Welsh person and, and, and a Brit having a conversation about how that's taught in history class. And the Brit was like, I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah. And the Welsh was like, yeah, you guys tried to completely eradicate our, our culture and our language and our history. And... It's crazy. Like, you got to think about our history that we're taught compared to uh, the history that other countries are taught, like Korea. Or which which one is the the more rough with South or North? I can never North, remember. North. North Korea. You think they're getting the the history lessons we're getting? No. You think China's getting the history lessons we're getting? No. Well, 
Well, and, and even when it comes to World War II, which seems pretty cut and dry, yeah. in America, we're taught that we are like the heroes of the war. Yeah. When in other countries, I'm sure they're taught that we swooped in at the last second and finished it off and yeah, took all the yeah. glory. We were a third party in the, the game of life. Yeah. It, that's such a funny one because it was already almost over. Like, they had... they. The Allies had the Axis powers on the verge of surrender, and we're just like, ha ha, here's a couple splody boys. <laughs> like, nothing nothing better represents it than the America! Yeah, uh, what was that? for real. Who made that? It, it's, it's legit just us being like, hey, guess what? Go boom! <laughs> and I think, I think it's kind of interesting to think about tech in line with history. Yeah. We will start to actually learn more about human beings and how they evolved from the beginning as mm-hmm. tech advances because we'll be able to do more than we already have like mm-hmm. learning and um, archaeological wise and and you know gathering that information it's interesting to think about how much more we'll know about our past in the future yeah we don't know dick about our past we don't know nothing. Which is, which is Most insane. people think that humans as a species are like 9,000 years old. That's all they think. And I'm like, there's no way. You think we got to this in 9,000 years? There are there are literally like... There are things that are older than that that yeah. we have. And we're like, yeah. hey, look, this thing we, is older yeah. than that. Well, And, and even then, there's like... Finding random, like, um, Viking burial grounds from mm-hmm. thousands or, like, like years and years before we thought the Vikings came to America. Yeah. In the middle of America. Yeah. And people being like, well, I don't know what this is about, but... Well, and, and then uh, there's this whole story about s- somewhere in the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. there being... Um, signs of Egyptian civilization being mm-hmm. somewhere within the Grand Canyon. Well, so, and it doesn't necessarily have to be Egyptian, right? So, like, there's a lot of similarities in a lot of ancient cultures. There's pyramids everywhere. Everyone made pyramids. Everyone made statues. Everyone did all the same so it's so hard to tell where, because like, at one point, right, we were basically one tribe of humans on Pangea, yeah. right? Pretty much. And that shit split up, and we split up, and the cultures stuck from the original just kind of changed in their own particular ways. We're all okay. basically one tribe, right? And we just split off and- at one point. Everything, something I like to bring up every time that is mentioned, we were all dark skinned. <laughs> we yeah, all I... had dark skin. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, like. It's all based on geolocation. Like, yeah. people further from the equator developed paler skin to absorb more UV rays from the sun. And that that's it. Like. And now we can't go back because we burn. Equator, people closer to the equator developed darker skin to block the UV rays of the sun. Like, <laughs> it's just... Um, now... People hate each other based on that. Yeah. Here's the overarching um, question I wanted to ask for all of this, really. How far do you think we'll get before the three of us die? So say like general general let's say we live till eighty maybe ninety into the eighty ninety like yeah that that's like a a healthy average these days I feel like yeah well and by the time we get there the advanced lifespans are getting longer anyway hundred and fifty two hundred by that point I guarantee well <laughs> maybe no, not that much but I. I don't know. At some point, we'll have get, have gotten rid of all diseases, right? We won't have stress. Like assuming life progresses in a positive way, 
Right. Well, if we keep on the borderline exponential growth that we're going, I can mm-hmm. see that happening. But at some point, we're going to stall, for sure. Well, and like, I, At I, some point, we're going to be like, oh, yeah. What else can we do? And we're just not going to do anything for a while. I honestly think for a while, we are we were already stalled. I feel like we're on an uptick right now of advancements. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we were stalled for quite a while. Like 10 or 15, 20 years almost. Yeah, and now now like it suddenly... Very crazy good. Yeah, and, and now suddenly everything is like, whoa, we can... There's so much more we know. There's so much more we can do. Let's do it. Well, like, th- think about the time between the first iPhone to now versus... Or, I guess, the first iPhone to... I don't know, like, five years ago. Yeah. versus five years ago to now. Mm-hmm. It's like the same amount of advancement. Think and about it this way, right? Such different... It's, it's I, mean, I was like five or six, right? So that's like 2000. 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a computer in the house. We had a phone that attached to the wall with a cord. We had a big old fat box TV. Dial-up internet was, like, all you could get. Mm-hmm. And here I am 20 years later. I've got a ridiculous streaming setup. We are live broadcasting to anyone around the world that wants to watch it. I have a supercomputer in my pocket at all times. Seriously. And now, and with the increase of advancement, you know, that same 20 years, 150, 200 years of advancement. Compared to the last twenty years. Well, um, this is. Have you guys heard of the cosmic calendar? Have you looked into that at all? Yeah, yeah. I am familiar with the the phrase. It or... is so throughout the entirety of the existence of the Earth, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at it on a on, on a calendar, right, in the in the sense of a year, mm-hmm. human beings, from what we know historically have lived in advance for less than a day. I think even less than an hour. Like mm-hmm. like a second's worth of time. Yeah. That is how compared long we have... Li- compared been... to the lifespan of the Earth? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah compared yeah. to the lifespan of the Earth crunched down into a year. Yeah. We've lived seconds, milliseconds. Cr- like a crazy short amount of time. And, and, and then and... compare that to the universe. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. We we haven't been we a blip, not not even registered on the map. We bet we if, don't show up. That's an interesting thing. If you scale the lifespan of the universe down to the lifespan of the Earth, <laughs> the Earth has been around for a blip. The, yeah, then the Earth has been around for a few seconds. Probably even our and solar system. Scale us even. Yeah, our solar systems. Yeah. Still like, relatively a blip. Yeah, pretty much. It's more like a footnote. And, and I think I like to think about, you know, in that context of we've been around for a second, maybe less than mm-hmm. a second. The amount of advancements we have made, thinking about it like that. It, it's like it's like thinking about who you are in comparison to the rest of the universe. Mm-hmm. You're like. I am so small and insignificant, but in this instance, it's we are so small and insignificant, but we've done so much. What else can we do? No, to 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 our and it's we don't have to judge ourselves on a cosmic scale, right? It, it, we're all individuals. We all have our own perception of reality. We can give ourselves our own meaning, and you know. It, just because it's insignificant in the long run doesn't mean it's not it's insignificant to you, right? Mm-hmm. It's extremely significant to you. So living your life with your own purpose, doing your own thing, doesn't matter if it doesn't matter. Because it doesn't matter. Yeah. I found an image of the cosmic calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, in just the month of December, we have... I think it shows the 14th of December, or just December in general, is the beginning of multicellular life. Yeah. 
and then uh, right here, agriculture leads to permanent settlements is like 23 seconds ago. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament and Buddha, six seconds ago. Jesus. Christ is born four and a half seconds ago. Yeah, it, it's crazy to think like, about. Columbus arrives in America 1.2 seconds ago. Like, it's... It's insane. Well, and, and um, I'm not going to say that something is wrong. Because like, I'm about to go into a religious aspect of something, right? Yeah. 100%. I agree, because I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know. I don't know enough yeah. about reality or the world or what I'm doing or what we're doing to what. say for sure. And, and that's what so I, I was going to never... talk about is like, you know, believe what you want. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it has no effect on me as long as you're not hit, hurting somebody else. Yeah. Don't, believe don't... whatever the hell you want. But when I think about life in the context of how long humans have been alive compared to the rest of the universe, Mm -hmm. why should I believe that we figured it out in a few hundred years that and and why, why am I so important? Why, why, why would I, why would I Mm -hmm. as a person, as a human being who has lived for not even milliseconds, why should I matter to a cosmic being who created the entire Everything. existence. Yeah. What, or a side project. I genuine, general, genuinely cannot think of why yeah, I would matter to something like that. It's crazy to think about. That's like... Th- think of last year. Okay? What happened in the last six seconds of 2021? We all partied and people... Got drunk and a big old ball dropped. So essentially nothing. Yeah. And that's like six seconds ago on the cosmic calendar is when the Old Testament and Buddha happened. So like, what's who's to say all of that amount of time really even matters? And, and it's just, just what I'm, you know, I actually kind of admire Be happy. people who can think like that. People who have the 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 in their brain that they they can be important to somebody like that. I admire it because I genuinely yeah. I genuinely cannot I cannot yeah. think of why that I would be so important. Yeah. Uh, I can think about why I would be important to myself and to my loved ones, but to a cosmic being, I don't think I could come up well, with a reason. And that's kind of that's kind of a thing in and of itself is. Like, if, if you can think, why should I matter to this cosmic entity? I'm going to have fun, and I'm going to live my life the way I want to live it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think about it in a, in a more optimistic sense, why do I matter to them? I'm going to do me? Like, that's, that's commendable as well. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, I, I, like, can. <laughs> I like how, how long have we been live? Uh, um... I don't know. How am I tell? Just over an hour. <laughs> we, this this uh, hour-long conversation has st- stemmed just from the first point. <laughs> yep. Just from, from Chance's first upload after that. Yeah. Yep. It, uh, it's literally just Neuralink, one hour of conversation. That's pretty good uh, considering. All right. Uh, in the future, we'll probably talk about some more lighthearted stuff. Yeah. Uh, tonight... <laughs> we got we got in deep. Tonight was pretty deep and and uh, all about thought. Yeah, who wants to do that all the time? Who wants to think we, that we hard? kicked it yeah, off with a bang? It was the big bang, man. T H O T S. Yeah, next week's gonna be about oh, fucking. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into more lighthearted stuff. Uh, we'll probably end up uh, in the future talking about pop culture stuff. Uh. Maybe some anime. We're hoping to bring in some guests in the future to talk about you know, things they like, people who are uh, good, good at things. Um, right now, just our friends. But maybe in the future, some uh, higher uh, profile people who can talk about Manuel what... Miranda. Yeah. Gonna get him on our podcast. 
We're going to get uh, the trajectory currently is to get the President of the United States on our podcast. Whoever oh, it is when it hits that point. Yeah, I hope just it's the past 2024. Kanye West. We're going to get Kanye West on our podcast. Hell yeah. Kanye West and Pete okay, Davidson. Now is that Kanye West, the music artist, the social media influencer, or the president? Yes. Um, all three versions and we're, we're going to get Kanye West and we're going to get Pete Davidson on and we're going to have them uh, talk it out and uh, spread their emotions to us instead you know, of fist fighting you know who I think would be a good guest who? Mr. Beeler yes I have wanted to talk, have a, an adult conversation with him about you know my thoughts on, on the world and you know what because he, he was a science teacher he taught didn't he teach AP Physics before he left? I think so. I think so. Yeah, he knows. He probably knows a fairly good, has a good understanding. I he think knows, he would be awesome to have. Quarks. Yeah, he knows sure. quarks. Well, I think. Uh, I think he would be a, a good uh, person to have a conversation like this with. I think uh, Big Daddy Chapin would be fun too. I was just about to say, I think Chapin would be a good, a good person. Uh, Chapin, he can do. Well, and I think I think in the past he actually acted as a political advisor for some pretty high profile uh, government officials, which is crazy Possibly to think about. Sure. I think he talked about something know, like that. I know he was a practicing lawyer for a long time. He's also the person that told me prostitution was legal in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> he knows his stuff. Uh, thank you to anybody who watched. Uh, I'll put this on Spotify uh, sometime this week. Um, uh, hopefully you guys go and listen to it. If people didn't get the chance to listen to it tonight, we'll probably tweet about it, post it on social media, and let people know it'll be on Spotify. Um, uh, thank you for everybody who watches. We, we love you. Um, and, uh, have a good night, homies. Adios.